There is still so much work to do in unraveling and rewriting the stories we carry about worthiness, belonging, success, and satisfaction. I read these words by Alicia Summer, a writer and storyteller I met on the gram, and was immediately swept away by the truth that they conveyed. I want to also add that we need to rewrite the stories we carry about what we think we deserve and when we think it's time for us to get those things we deserve. In this episode, I share about how, how you can begin saying yes to hard things, things that might seem absolutely impossible to fathom. I also want to dispel the myth that putting you first means your worthiness is somehow diminished because you said yes to you. And on the opposite side of that, no to someone or something else, especially if those around you think you are being selfish. I say, go on, be a little selfish. Put you back in the equation. Okay, enough of the preamble. Let's get this yes party started. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, productivity and mindset coach for soul-conscious midlife entrepreneurs, helping them change their inner dialogue so they can get out of their own damn way and find their flow to be more productive in their business without the hustle. In this podcast, I'll not only talk about the process of deep transformational work, but share ways to move through this period to more freely tap into resilience, tenacity, and strength as a woman in a second stage of life. This podcast is for women who want to be more bold in their thinking, more badass in their doing, and more brave in their being to reconnect to a deeper sense of their worth, their brilliance, and their agency. My wish in adding my voice to the podcast world is not only you will be inspired and motivated by what you hear, but also armed, informed, and enlightened by the words I share. The aim with all of my work is to help you come back to yourself. This is Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. Let's do this, shall we? So the yeses I referred to earlier are not necessarily about business decisions you need to make, like should you create another course or is it time to hire another team member? Not at all. I'm talking about big decisions, ones that will shake things up in your business and probably your life so much that your brain won't be able to handle the thought, far less take action. That's the kind of decision. That's the kind of yes I'm talking about. Quite a few years ago, I read the book, The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And boy, did it open my eyes to the no conundrum we can find ourselves in when trying to make sound decisions for our lives. I gained such insight from the words she wrote and the story she included about what saying yes meant to her. But... I didn't fully realize at the time what happens when you say yes to you. A whole world of possibility opens up. And the thing is, by saying your yes out loud, and I'm not kidding on that point either, saying yes to something you want out loud, you allow the universe to hear you, to hear your desires, 
so she can be working on your behalf. Now, as I was writing the notes for this episode, I wanted to take a look at back at my own life to see, were there any big yes moments that changed the trajectory of my own life? <laughs> and yes, one event came flooding back to me. It took place about a year and some change before my family and I moved to Portland, Oregon from the East Coast where we lived back in, I think it was 2015. But before I regale you with that story, I first want to let you know one thing, and that is that your big yes moments, they don't have to be large and in your face and all imposing. They can be subtle enough hints that don't leave you alone, that pester your brain in a way that brings the information to the forefront, enough to have you examine it through a, hmm, what if lens. Okay, back to one of my biggest yes moments and how it unfolded. I had had a very, very, very upsetting argument with the hubs. And unfortunately, it was one of many arguments we were having in that period of time. We were going in circles, as is wont with arguments, right? So nothing was getting resolved. I found myself needing to walk away for a breather. And if you know me, that's not what I do. I am in for the long haul because I, I like resolution. I prefer to resolve something, get it done, move on. So I, for some reason, I grabbed a pen and my journal and I went to sit at the table on our back patio. As I sat there looking at our beautiful back garden that the hubs mostly created and the shed he built with the kids tucked in the back corner of the garden and the large expanse of lawn and trees and floral areas and the birdhouse round the corner where the bluebird came to lay her eggs every year. I looked back inside at the house I'd loved so much and that's when I started questioning myself mulling over and over what I wanted to do. Where was I headed with my life? So I started journaling. And the minute I did, in an instant, I knew what it was that I needed to do, that I must do. In those few moments of introspection, reflection, and soul searching, I had decided to say yes to me. I also knew on a level that was actually blowing my brain at that time that I can remember, but your girl was trying to remain calm externally. I knew that the decision I would be making specifically for me was going to rock everything and everyone's world right up. Because we still had two kids left at home. Albeit one was finishing college, but was coming back home to live with us while she figured out next steps in terms of a job. Hubby and I were at a difficult period in our marriage, and even after another year of marriage counseling behind us, deep, deep down inside, I knew something had to give. I had had enough of a whole slew of things, where we lived, how we were living, and sadly, who I was living with. And I knew enough about myself and where I was on my own path to being my best and highest self that if I didn't say yes to a complete change of purpose 
intention, city, and planning, I would completely lose myself in between the cracks and fissures that were forming. I'd been outside on our back patio ruminating for about 20 or so minutes when the hubs came to find me. And without beating around the bush, I told him what I was planning to do. I had decided in that moment I was moving to Portland, Oregon. Not we, I was moving. One of the things I know, having done it myself, is that as women, as mothers, as job holders, and even as spouses and partners, we tend to put our needs and desires so low down on the priority scale that despite this priority downscaling we do so regularly, our needs and desires don't just disappear. They don't go away. And for the most part, they generally don't exist consciously either, meaning we don't think about them, we suppress them. We willingly or unconsciously bury them under a whole lot of what I am now describing as a shit ton for others. So after I said what I said, the hub sat there for what felt like five long, long, quiet minutes, looking around much as I did, digesting what I just said to him and what it meant. Then he turned back to me and he actually agreed with me. He said yes too. My brain was blown by the mere thought of moving and then in another matter of minutes is blown again by the fact that he said he was coming with me. He knew as well as I did that we weren't doing good and for the good of us as a couple, for the best intentions of our family, something needed to, no, something had to change. We actually ended up talking all night, argument was over, and come morning, once the decision to move west was set in stone, it was kind of like full steam ahead. That one single solitary yes, a decision that had nothing to do with anyone else for the first time in ages, was me giving myself permission. By the way, we joke about it now when people ask us what made us move to Portland on the West Coast. He just points to me now. That one yes was me allowing my own needs to take precedence. It completely changed everything. It changed the trajectory of our family and our marriage and our lives in a really good way. More importantly though, it changed what I believed about myself and what I believed was possible anytime I choose to say yes to me. It's not that I don't believe in possibility. That's been a mantra, a stronghold of mine for forever. Something I always try to remind my clients of as a viable door that they can access. But this yes, this one was epic. Just to put a cap on the story, last year, Hubs and I celebrated 30 years of marriage together so that big yes turned out to be a blessing. So let's get back to the premise of this episode. And I want to ask you, I want you to ask yourself rather. Nope. I want you to ask your soul self what she needs you to say yes to. And on the flip side of that, 
what are the things you need to let go of in order to have your yes? For your yes answer to put itself in front of you, to reveal the decision you need to make or the direction you need to go in. Because remember, your yes matters. Your needs can be the priority, which makes your only answer yes. Saying yes is about knowing that the only way out from under all the muddled chaotic thinking and standstill motion is by saying yes to something different than what you're experiencing. Because in the end, hun, there is no other way out than through. Sometimes saying yes to you is about knowing on a deeper conscious level that things need to change, like I did. And that the only way the change will come about is through, is through you realizing that you're in a place that no longer serves you. I want to say that again. The only way the change will come about is through you understanding and knowing you're in a place that no longer serves you. Whether that be changing the way you do things in your business, whether that be how you approach an issue or something in your life that needs to be shaken up. You saying yes to you needs to happen, even though sometimes you haven't a clue what it looks like on the other side of it. All you need to be certain of is that you've got to find a way to move past what isn't working. Because probably you know it hasn't been working for a long time. So that you move into a place of clarity and certainty. That's what I experienced on a back patio all those long years ago that propelled me to make that yes decision for me. Because sometimes saying yes to the unknown is all it takes for the other side of now to begin taking shape. For the universe to open up her portals to begin working on your behalf. For the manifestation of your desires to show up as real, tangible, and fully possible for you. Because you see, in order for change to take place, in order for the wheels to start turning, and for this new yes train of yours to start moving into something better, in order to take things to the next level, especially for your business, to up the ante, to soar on wings you didn't know you had, it takes some forethought on your part and, frankly, some belief in what you know now so that your yes leads to action. When you begin to say yes to you, things will begin slowly at first, so probably don't look for immediate results. Then, as momentum is gained, because you know like a train chugs along, chug, 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 and then chug, 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 and goes faster and faster, as momentum is gained, you'll begin to see the needle moving forward and be able to gauge some progression taking place. We all know that energy drives action. For that first push past your comfortable to see beyond the edges of where you are, the absolute first step, the absolute first step is to say hell yeah to you. I want you to think about this for a minute. As 
these last words in this episode fades away. Take a moment to truly put some thought into what you need. Not once you need, once another event takes place or a kid finishes a particular journey they're on. What is it that you need to say yes to? Is it a collaboration with a trusted colleague that you've just been thinking about but never mentioned? Is it getting the support you need, whether that's admin or coaching or design work that's done for your business? Is it choosing to rise to your next level, no matter how scary it is, to find out what that could look like? Is it getting out of your comfort zone long enough to catch the wind so you can move in a different direction, one that's closer to what you really want to be doing and that you know is calling you? Where will you begin to change what's possible for you? What's your next big yes? If you're always in motion doing for others or putting out fires who knows where or doing busy work that really doesn't move the needle forward for you, then how the heck will your next yes find a space to show up in front of you? Don't push away the tiny nuanced hits you get, thinking you'll have time later to dive headlong into it. Nah. Cultivate your yeses now. Pay attention to those blips on your radar that you weren't expecting, but it feels almost like a fly buzzing around in your brain and you keep swatting it away. Your next yes starts with noticing where something is off or not right. It starts with a fire developing in the pit of your belly at an experience you've just had. Your next yes might be the next best thing your community or heck the world needs that they didn't know it needed. But you could see what's written in the tea leaves. Where can you open up to expansion and possibility? How can you allow the flavor of you to shine bigger and brighter and more bold? Where is your next yes going to take you? A friend and colleague of mine who does beautiful matrescence work with moms. She went to climb mountains in Nepal to find her next yes. She named her business, You Have to Just Start. So start. Start now. Say yes. And I've got the first thing you need to consider saying yes to. The power of co-working is evident. But... Do not take my word for it. Listen to the words of some of the women I've been co-working with for the last year. When I joined the Power Up co-working sessions, I knew that I loved Pomodoro sessions and I knew that I loved co-working. But what I didn't know at the time was how productive the two hours could be in my week. And a lot of us who are building our businesses are doing it alone. I realized that in Power Up, it's actually fun to come together with other women who are building their businesses. It's been like a real joy. I dare not miss a Power Up session because it is truly the most productive 
session, the most productive block in my entire week. If anybody is out there doing business alone, it is worth it to join into these sessions. They're amazing. Thanks, Fran, for sharing your view. Another one of our members said, most people look at Friday as their favorite day of the week, but honestly, Wednesday is my favorite. In this group, I've not felt the need to be guarded and have gained so much self-confidence. So no matter what is going on or how I feel Monday or Tuesday, come Wednesday, I know I'll be on that Zoom call. It's pure magic. Gotta say, if right now you're feeling called to join the next round of Power of Coworking, better get to filling out the application because we start on Thursday, June 16th. Any questions? DM me on the gram and I'll be happy to chat with you and answer any remaining questions you have. Alrighty, till next time, be brave, be bold, stay badass.